the conclusion for this client, they were able to claim $275,000 in credits over five quarters. I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, small business advanced tax planning and compliance extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Beans Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Abundant Beans Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie O'Kane. This is episode three in our mini series highlighting our successes in helping our clients claim and receive employee retention credits. To date, we have completed filings claiming 1.5 million in, cl- in credits over about nine or 10 clients. For a quick refresher on how the employee retention credits work, the employee retention credit is a refundable payroll tax credit for eligible businesses that meet one of the following tests. The business had fully or partially suspended operations due to specific orders from a governmental agency, the business experienced a significant decline in gross receipts, or the business qualifies as a recovery startup business. Again, you only have to meet one of those tests. If we, many, many, many accountants are only doing test two. If you didn't, if you uh, saying that people don't qualify if they didn't have a decline in gross receipts, that's not true. Our third case study is an established veterinary practice in Illinois. The practice has two locations with a total average of 24 employees, including the owners. Let's again walk through the steps we took to determine if the client was eligible for the credits. Firstly, we try to do that easiest test, the decline in revenue test. This client had an increase in revenues for every quarter. All right, test two. We always do one in the hopes (laughs) that we don't have to do test two, but here we go. The governmental orders. Illinois gave us hell on this one. Thankfully, the client was able to remember and find the specific mandate that would qualify them. Sometimes my internet searches are not as good as the client remembering. The mandate was for essential businesses and included a cap at 50% of occupancy capacity for the veterinary practice. These mandates are specific enough and include language that is a directive instead of a suggestion or recommendation. Again, we must prove that these mandates created an impact on the operations. To do that, we again asked our client to complete a spreadsheet that included an appointment and staff hour breakdown by month for the years 2019, 2020, and 2021. We then again did our analysis on those numbers to see if we could prove a more than nominal effect on this data during the applicable mandate period. For this client, there was a more than nominal effect on hours for the entire period they were under the mandates. Again, that's what we want. Then we calculated the credits for the applicable period and optimized for any PPP loan overlap with the mandate period. Just a quick note on the PPP loans, you cannot use the same wages for your PPP loan for goodness and the ERC, so we need to be careful there. The conclusion for this client They were able to claim $275,000 in credits over five quarters. If you want to know more about the employee retention credits, visit our website at AbundantBeans.com slash ERC. Until next time, be abundant.